The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Wow. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello, welcome to another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. I'm back, baby. Riley with you, joined as always from Nick and Callum. G'day, Nick. How are you, mate? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Oh, he said, don't put me on because I'm eating. And first thing I do, throw to him. Good, mate. What are you eating? I'm eating a steak sandwich with chips. Um, yeah. Someone has to work around this place, you know, earn some money. I'm like you two fellas. All right. Speaking of which, uh, g'day, Cal. You going all right, mate? Yeah, can't hear you, mate. Copy. Do you copy? Can you hear me now? <laughs> what a start. To oh, me. there you go. What a start. How you going, Cal? You going yeah, good? Cal, good. Going good. It's nice <laughs> to have you back, mate. Oh, cheers. Well, look how we're going so far with me returning. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, a, what a round of footy, lads. What a round of footy. Uh, round, what was it? Round 16, it was. Yeah. yeah. Great it was, week. It was a great week. It was a great week for me. 911 points, lads. What's going on? That's Did incredible. you get the top score out of all of us? No. So uh, Billy got the top score. He was 11 points above me. So he got 922. I got oh, yes. 911. So. Look, I was pretty happy with my performance. I did have one player who missed out, uh, Ryan Madison, and I did a loop player into uh, Saab. So that was all right. But my top scorers, I uh, had Nico Hines. I captained him. He had 72. Um, he ended up getting 144. Everything good, boys? Did I say a name incorrectly? No. I just said no, Jason, just Saab. Jason I Saab. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> oh, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, DCE ended up scoring 70. Uh, Harris ended up scoring me 68. And look, one person who really surprised me uh, was Tago. 60 yet again. So um, good week for me, lads. And look, Mick's still eating uh, or drinking now. So, Cal, I'm going to throw over to you. Did you have a all right round of footy? No, nah, mate, not really, but that's all right. Life goes on. It's just part of the uh, the fun experience of being an NRL fantasy coach. It sounds like a lot of fun, mate. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'll uh, move on to the great decisions that I made last week. I traded Ruben Cotter out. I thought I had to, yeah. um, simply for the fact that I'm high up in the ranks and I just want to keep pushing towards that, um, I suppose, a low hundreds. Um Look, I brought in IPAPs. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. He got 40. Wasn't ideal. Uh, another bloke that did exceptionally well for me was Patrick Carrigan with 29. He had a great first stint um, and then got a little knock to the head. I think it might have even been just a little tap to the nose. And unfortunately, he had to go off with a HIA after one minute of returning for his second stint. And yeah, and he got 29. Just brilliant. And Will Penicini, not the greatest. But I had a couple of good scores in there as well with obviously Nico Hines, Reese Robson, uh, Ewan Aitken. Thank God I didn't sell him mm. after that uh, late news that he was starting in the second row. So that's brilliant. And Tohu Harris bounced back as well. So, so great to see with the New Zealand Warriors returning home. The question I have for you, Cal, 
is what was your uh, round 16 score? Sorry, round 15 score. And what's your overall rank now? Uh, I scored 8-6-1 last week, mm-hmm. which was, yeah. Um, and my overall rank's 5-4-6. So I've dropped about 100 in the overall. So. 546. That's still might, pretty good. It's still decent, but I might have to make a few more trades than what I was originally going to do this week just so I can have the... Uh, Enough, well, enough players, I suppose, to stay where I'm currently located, currently positioned on the table. I forgot to mention before we throw over to the guy eating his dinner. Um, I'm actually under 10,000, I'm in the 9,000s, baby. Moving up, he's moving in. That's it, mate. We're three blokes. I'm always here to win. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nick, how was your dinner, mate? I'm not quite finished, but I thought I'd unmute. All righty. Give you my score, which was 884. So not too bad, but yeah. Um, I also had Will Penasini, who got 17. I had Jacob Carraz, who scored 25, and Stephen Crichton, who scored 28. So that was brilliant. From those three, um, I brought in Cameron Murray. I was going to go IPAP, but then I thought I'd go Murray just because I thought IPAP might come down, which has proven the case. And Murray got 61, which is quite good. And he was on track for about, I don't know, 70 to 80, but then he had a bit of a break. Um, and I also brought in Will Kennedy, but I didn't play him. And he got 36, which is good signs um, for me. Or, yeah, and Joey Manu as well. I have Joey Manu. He got 67. He looked really good. But yes, um, yeah, so I'm ranked 4,935. So that's where I was two weeks ago. And last week I went to like 5,100. So I like went up like back 200. And now I've got those 200 spots back again. So just hovering around that 5,000 mark the last few weeks. It's not ideal, but anyway. Good job, mate. Good job. All right, so we'd like to uh, go into the next round of footy, I guess. Or do we want to thank our sponsors first? Do we do a little cheeky sponsor plug here, lads, or get into the next round of footy? I'll let Callum decide. What are you feeling, mate? Go one sponsor, mate, and then we'll do the other one later. Oh, I love it. Spice it up a little bit. How good. All right, well, let's thank the this bloke and this business it's our Wolf Consulting and Risk. So they are a Brisbane-based consulting firm. They service clients Australia-wide, specializing in the areas of risk management, litigation support, and restructuring. Good on you, Wolf Consulting and Risk. Keep up the great work. Thank you for jumping on board the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast bandwagon. Absolutely loving it. Loving your support as well. All right. So we are getting into, what, round 17, is it? Round 17, yeah. Round 17 of footy. Uh because of state of origin happening next week, there's only uh, four games this week. So we'll get stuck into the first game. So on Thursday night, it's going to be Sharks taking on the Melbourne Storm. And boys, I don't know about you, but I am keen for this game. It should be a good one, actually. Even though with the uh, the players that are out for Melbourne, um, Sharks don't really have too many out. But yeah, it'll be competitive. And obviously, the both teams are wanting to perform and push towards their um, finals, I suppose. So 
Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. Storm definitely need a win after last week's loss against Manly. That was, I, I don't think anyone was expecting that really. No, it wasn't ideal. I did like the last 10 minutes or so that Melbourne Storm put together. It wasn't mm. the greatest from Manly and poor Desi has that was pulling his hair out up in the coaching box, but he's got plenty of hair, so it's all good for him. <laughs> uh, team changes going into this game, Cal. Yeah, so the Sharks, mate, um, Sosia Fatia Talakai, um, he's the only one that's out as he retained his spot in the New South Wales team. Uh, Connor Tracy's in for him, so pretty handy backup player there. Looking at the Storm, Dean Aramia, he's named on the wing with Nick Meany shifting into the halves. Uh, Brandon Smith is named at hooker as Harry Grant is out with Queensland duties. Josh King starts at lock. Nelson Asafa Solomona starts at the front row with Tui Kamakamika named on the bench. All right, Nick, we're gonna um, we're gonna start. Yeah, ask, the ex- ask me, mate. Ask the expert. Thank you. Cal. All right. <laughs> Surely the uh, captain this week, after being named at 19 for New South Wales, it has to be Nico Hines. What do you think? I tell you what, I'm sure bloody Freddie Fittler plays NRL fantasy. He's given us a lifeline here, surely. I love <laughs> it. against the storm, though. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I well, think, doesn't matter, I, think I reckon. To, I think you have to captain him. Mm. If I had IPAP, I'd captain him. Against the yeah. West Tigers. Are you kidding? <laughs> Yeah, look, it's it's a 50-50 between them. But to be honest, like Nico Hines, he's been performing week mm. in, week out. Mm-hmm. And I think How Nico's big are your balls? Balls. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> look, you, you can't go wrong with either one, really. If you captain Nico Hines or IPAP, who we'll discuss later, if you have both of them, then you have to captain one and obviously put the vice captaincy on the other. But it's just great that um, he's named at 19 and he's not at 18 for New South Wales because just another number now that we all thought that we weren't actually going to have uh, this week. And I think he's almost owned by 50% of coaches. And just, yeah, on behalf think- of the whole NRL fantasy community, I'd like to thank the NRL, um, the New South Wales selectors. So thank you very much. <laughs> Do you think Nico Hines has something to prove for not being chosen in the actual New South Wales team? Yeah, well, I thought he might have been the uh, 14 the first game. Mm. Um, obviously, they went with Crichton, which was, yeah. Um, he's probably got a little bit to show, but I just think that he should just focus on the Sharks and hopefully he'll come out and score a 60 or 70-odd. That's all I'm concerned about. Well, he, they, he, had, they, he has played Storm. Correct. 45. Yeah, so it wasn't the greatest. Um, but yeah. he has versed, you know, teams before that are... Uh, like ranked higher in the top eight, and he scored it. They've well, he scored okay. Um, I'm actually looking better against the, the bottom teams, but they've had one of the easiest draws so far, Sharks. Correct, and their run home isn't that hard either, to be honest with you. Especially well, they got with the momentum that they've got at the moment. They they mm. haven't versed Cowboys or or Panthers, which are versing after the, the storm. So yeah, yikes! I don't know. I'll, I'll be. I don't know. I might cap it to Captain Nico because I mightn't even get IPAP this week. Spice the options. <laughs> well, which is uh, what is it like an eighty break even? Yeah, I'm just gonna you know. Hold. If I'm focusing on head to head, if I'm focusing on winning this comp just to show that I'm really good, I won't get IPAP. <laughs> oh. Absolutely <laughs> buckless of that happening, but so you just get IPAPs, <laughs> mate. I'll, I'll get him when he's down at like low seven hundred, so I'll just pick him up, man. Thanks. Sure, sure. All right. Uh, let's, Cal, let's continue with you, mate. Cameron McInnes. 
Now, I recently brought him in. Uh, he's got a couple of good uh, scores these last three rounds, hasn't he? Yeah, he's bounced back a little bit this round with the 49 compared to the 40 the week before. Mm. Um, but with Finucane back in the side now, it's a little bit annoying. I would be probably suggesting if you did pick him up, like Riley and myself did, I think we both picked him up, oh, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago now? Yeah. Um, Look, I would be suggesting, obviously, you have to hold this week because he's a player that's playing. Um, but I would suggest that you sell him as soon as next week, potentially. Wow. Just because with Finucane there, it really hurts him and he's scoring. He can still go a point a minute, but he needs over the 50 minutes to be able to get those scores. And at this stage of the season, there's just probably better options. And if you can sell him out, once this round's done, I think it's a good move. Who are good people to replace him? At this stage, you want to probably bring in guns. Yep. So if you don't have the likes of, and I'll say him, even though he's got that high break, even IPAPs, if you don't have him, if you don't have uh, Cameron Murray, yep. um, even potentially some pod options, and we'll discuss this bloke later. Joe Offerhen-Gowie, if you want to take a risk with the Tigers. Uh, Tarpany's been doing all right as well. Um, so, yeah, there, there's a few mids that you need to uh, look at purchasing, and there's a few that got that middle and edge, and if you can get them, it's probably ideal. All right, good These stuff. ones will be looking at moving on. All right. Nick, Will Kennedy, go for yes. it. Yes. Yeah, well, I got him last week um, because... I just thought it was a no-brain option, really. Like, he's going to be the fullback for the rest of the year for Sharks. Um, he's playing this week. And he was pretty much, like, he was 254K <laughs> last week or whatever he was. So, um, yeah. So, he's 278 now. Um, you, you know, he's obviously not going to get any cheaper. He's going to get dearer every week. You put it off. So, if you're looking to make a double trade or something and, you, you know, it frees up a lot of cash, 278K and... And I know the Sharks have three tough games coming up in a row, but he's shown now, I think, that against the weaker teams, he can score fairly well. And he scored 36 in really terrible conditions as well. So, you know, you, you, you might be putting him in your scoring team, but just drop, drop him down the emergencies there or maybe at worst case scenario, you'll eventually might have to put him on your bench sometimes. So I think it's a good option if you're, if you're looking to double trade and freeing up some money. Yeah, he's someone that I'm looking at bringing in this week just to get some money. So I think he's a good option. All right, let's move on to the Storm. And someone who's really been flying under the fantasy radar for a while is uh, Jerome Hughes. Now, he's had he's had a mixed bag of scores. Cal, it's, I, I just don't think coaches really want anything to do with him at the moment. No, well, the only reason why people are talking about him is because he is around 17 number. Obviously, he had a great season last year um, and he does score better when Munster's not in the team, but Munster wasn't there last week and he only scored 44. Obviously, the team got uh, beaten and, you know, they, they didn't have the greatest performance. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think he's someone that you're wanting, to, well, that you should pick up. Yeah. Like, he is probably one of the best, better halves this week. But the fact that Nico Hines is there now, I don't think there's much point bringing Hughes and he's going to be a little bit of a risk all right someone else who has been uh 
kind of in the talks for a while is Ryan Pappenhausen because, of course, he was away for a while and now he's finally back into the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Nick, yes. if people have sold him to bring in other players like I did so, I can't remember. Oh, Xavier Savage, I bought him to be my uh, fullback. Is it too late to really bring him into your team again if you have sold him? No, a lot of people will be looking at bringing him in this week. Um, most people, including us, suggested last week to not buy him last week just to see how he went. And he didn't really do a lot until he scored two tries in the last 10 minutes of the game. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he. this one's a dif- difficult one, Ryan Pappenhausen. I am really considering buying him just because just because, or two reasons. One, when Munster comes back, I think the Storm are a great team and Pappenhausen will have a lot of scoring opportunities in attack. When they got Munster and Hughes there in the halves and Grant, you know, he's naturally going to score a lot of points. And the second reason is that if you don't have him, it only t- he, he's capable of scoring like 100 points in one week and then all of a sudden you'll be going, oh, geez, I'm should have had him and now he's going to be his price is going to skyrocket because you don't have him you know so mm. i feel like i might jump again him this week i'm thinking about it him or him or ipap and i'm thinking pappenhausen it's a bit risky because he's you know coming back from that injury still he's only played one game but he looked okay i guess so yeah that's what i'm thinking the only concern i have with pappenhausen is the games from rounds 22 to 25, they've got Panthers, Broncos, Roosters, Eels. So he might not have the most like scoring opportunities in those games, but he, like Nick said, he's capable of scoring a hundred. He could be one of the, the best options to bring in at winger fullback for the run home, regardless of what the draw is. Okay. Final player that we want to discuss from the storm is Brandon Smith. Very cheap option. Uh, someone, people might consider bringing in to be their hooker or probably not. He's probably the best hooker option this week. Now, how about Brown from Tigers? (laughs) Yeah. Noah Brown. Uh, Brandon Smith. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, I'm I'm, I'm feeling like a no, even though I want it to be a yes. (laughs) It's way too risky. Yeah. You have to be so conservative with your trades at the moment. Yeah. If you buy him, you can have to be prepared to play, not even play him after this week sometimes. Yeah. Because he could score 20s, which he scored a lot in his, a lot of games this year. He's just scored in the 20s. So, mm-hmm. I mean, up to you if you want, if you want someone who's going to score 20s most likely after this week. All right. Uh, any final thoughts for Sharks versus Storm? We all good? Excellent. Great. I saw, uh, I saw Remus Smith got injured, but I don't think that's fantasy relevant, is it, Callum? He's out Who for the season. Injured? Remus Smith's out for the season. He's been injured for a while, hasn't he? Yeah, but I think he was due to come back. But Yeah, and now, and now they confirmed. Yeah, yeah, true. Nah, it's not really fantasy relevant, probably. Thank you for the confirmation. All You're right. Welcome. That's going to be the first game of round 17, Sharks versus Storm, Thursday night, 10 to 8. Cannot wait for that one. Second game, which is going to be on Friday at uh, 5 to 8. It's the Knights taking on the Rabbitohs. I'm not sure what to think about this one, Cal. Uh, what changes have we got for this one? 
The Knights have got a massive uh, team news. Like, there's a few changes. Um, Jaden Braley, he's named on the bench for his first game of the season after injuring his Achilles during the preseason. Oh. Uh, Bradman Best is also set to return <coughs> as he recovered from his elbow injury. The Rabbitohs, Campbell Graham, bloke that we were talking about as a potential pickup in your centers for round 17, he is unfortunately out after suffering a, um, I think it's a facial fracture from memory uh, for, against the Eels. Uh, as a result, Tane Milne starts at center. Cheapy Davy Moali joins the bench after Hame Sele suffered a hamstring injury. So good news if you still have him. Another number for you. Uh, Saliva Havili starts at hooker. Uh, Damien Cook obviously is out in the New South Wales camp. Blake Taff and Michael Cheekham join the bench. Uh, and then Daniel Saluka for feeder. He might be a late inclusion in jersey number 18 <clears throat> as he made the switch from the Roosters just this week. All right. Let's start with Mitch Barnett. Nick. Mm-hmm. Interesting score on the weekend for Mitch Barnett. Uh, your thoughts on him? Yeah, um, I didn't watch this game live, so, um, but he, like him and Frizzell, it's like a toss up here who you want. Uh, so both of these guys were uh, obviously are talking, we're talking about because they're playing this week. And um, as we'll get to later, you know, in my special segment about uh, different p- positions and who you should get, I, I don't think Mitch Barnett's in that. He's well. I can give you a tip now. He's not in my in my segment later on, so I'd stay away from him, Mitch Barnett. Even though he looks like he's at a good price there, um, you're gonna have you're gonna have to get rid of him later on anyway. So I wouldn't go him. I don't know what do you think, Callum, but yeah, I, I don't think Mitch Barnett's a buy for me, mate. I'm I'm the same, and I'm gonna throw another bloke that will that's on our list as well, Tyson Frizzell. I think he's in the same. <laughs> There, I just don't think that he's someone uh, you should be looking at jumping on now. That like he's got a high break even. Obviously, there were options last week moving into the round seventeen. But look, if if you want another number, they're not the worst option. But you just have to be smart with trades now, and you just have to try and aim to get guns. And there's no point in ruining your team f- just for one round and try to go up the ranks by if you're lucky a couple of hundred, couple of thousand. Yeah, you, there's no point trying to use like three trades or four trades just to, for round 17 players. And especially like for me, like that's what I did in round 13. I did three or four trades, I think. So you can't yeah. do it. You can't do it round 13 and round 17. No, but ra- round 13, there was a lot better um, options, I yeah. suppose you could say, because the teams that were there, they're more fantasy relevant than the ones that we have now. And um, there's a few more people that are out with origin as well in these teams. And there's no point at this time of this the season rushing people in just for one one uh mediocre score of 40 there's no point i was really interested in big davy clamor though out of these three yes being honest even though oh, he's, I, even though he's dearer than all of the, those two not been interested in him whatsoever <coughs> in this season but yeah he's definitely someone if you've got him for this round you're laughing really would you buy him though? I don't want to. That's I don't a see. Big I don't break see. Even. Yeah, it's a big break even. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see him being part of my final team. That's the the problem. 
That's true. And, and like Riley mentioned, he's got a high break even. He's going to lose money, and I don't want to pay that amount for Clemmer. And they're sort of getting... Well, they got Jane Braley back. I don't know how that's... That's not going to really affect Clemmer, I don't think, but Should they've got do. one less forward on the bench then, though. Yes. So you'd think Clemmer would get, you know, maintain his 60 minutes. Because it's last week they had like four, four front rollers on the bench or four, mm-hmm. yeah. So this week they only have three. <coughs> Yeah, and Jane Braley. So I feel like he's going to get 50 average from here on. Mm. So I don't know. That's what I think. I don't know. I, I'm considering it. Big plays from Nick at the end of he's, the season. He's in my he's in my segment. Just you know, a little sneak peek coming Oi, up. You listen up for that one. It's a new segment that Nick came up with, and you can tell because of the name that he chose for it. Anyway, we're moving <laughs> on to the Rabbitohs. Latrell Mitchell, he's back, baby. And uh, look, he was a massive difference for the Rabbitohs. I saw a bit of a flare come back for the Rabbits lads with Latrell being back. Uh, fantasy-wise, is it time to bring him into our teams yet again? I probably wouldn't this week. Nick? Oh, yeah, I was looking at him. Um it's interesting. He hasn't scored over 43 this year in his five games. And that was his biggest score last week. Yeah, so he equaled it last week. Wow. Um, he's got he twice or three times, I think. Did he goal kick? Yes, and he nailed every kick pretty much. Okay. He did. Yeah. So, so if he scored 43 good. without kicking goals, then that's nice. But mm. No, he goal kicked. I watched this game, actually. Okay. Um, good job, mate. Thank you. The, the conditions were pretty poor, though, and I think he was just easing into it. You could really tell, like, he didn't really take many runs. He would pass it to his wingers or, his, you know, the centers were doing a lot of carries out, out of their end. So, yeah, I'm not sure. Latre- he's, he's a really interesting option because he's so cheap. He's 200K cheaper than Pappenhausen. Yeah, that's the appealing part of it. Like, you can either go Pappenhausen or Latrell. Mm-hmm. Who really, they, they both could go large on their day. I think Pappenhausen's got a higher ceiling. But, you know, you're 200K cheaper. That's that's some good money for the run home to make some other trades and big moves. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't do it this week. I just, I need to see him actually like out there when the conditions are normal to see how he plays, to see how he's running. Yeah. He looked. He looked good though. He looked all right. He didn't. Look I did see bad. the highlights, and he made like a, a break, which set up the cook try. I believe it was. Yeah, that's literally. That's probably the only real, real attacking thing he did. I think. Yeah, he probably got ten points just from that. Yeah. Um. So, not a not a not an urgent pickup this week. I'm not yeah. going to talk you out of picking him up this week. If you have low trades, though, I'd be be careful. Yeah. Boys, what about <clears throat> what about this as a cheapie? Tass, Isaiah Tass. Who would have thought we'd be talking about this bloke for round 17? Not Unbelievable. No one, probably. No. Well, everyone's bloody bought him in after he got that, what, 51? Then he got 15. Then they didn't play him for so many weeks. <laughs> everyone jumped off. Now he's a little bit more relevant again, playing on that uh, left side. Well, apart from those two games at 51 and 48, he's looked so good. Yeah. And that 48, he didn't even score a try in there. Yeah, he had a try assist, but not even didn't even score a try. Yeah, he was just making meters. As I said, Latrell wasn't even taking any carries. He was just 
he was he was taking hit up like just hit ups. Mm. So he's an interesting yeah. cash down option this week. Is he playing though? Is he going to be playing future rounds? He is. Well, I've I heard I, Campbell. Yeah, Campbell yeah. Graham's out. That's why. Oh. Yeah, and I think he was in before that as well because they weren't happy. I think it was was with Tane Milne. They weren't yeah. happy with his performances, so. Chuck Tass in. I'm pretty sure so, that was the change they made last week. So you reckon Tass, when Campbell comes back, might play instead? He of might Hill. just edge him out. Yeah, potentially. See that that's a risky. It is a risk. <laughs> You'd ha- I'd say you have to have ten nine trades to be able to do this trade. But it, it would literally have to be a cash down, and you would expect him not to play and to be someone to sit in your emergency. I, I was I was considering doing Billy Smith to Isaiah Tass because they're center for center. I don't mind it. I'm and they're around the same price. Billy Smith is just lower. But but Billy Smith seems to have more job security slightly. And is but, that a waste of a trade for you, mate? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, is it but, too sideways? Yeah, is it too sideways? But Tass will make money and seems to score better. Yeah, that's true. Tricky situation, Nick. Is so yourself in. I'm, I'm thinking that could be my second trade this week. I could be making two. Oy. Even though making I'm focusing the moves, on moves, to- Making the moves. Where are we? Still gets a shit score. <laughs> yes. Oh. Unlucky, mate. All right. That's Friday night's game. Knights, Ravidos. How good. Five minutes to eight o'clock of that one. Moving on to Saturday. First game of the weekend. It's the Tigers taking on the Parramatta Eels. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm making a spicy uh, option here. I'm going Tigers. What, to win? Yeah. You're a fool. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, did you think that Manly were going to beat the Storm? Yes. Did you actually? I had a funny feeling. All right. Well, I'm still going to say that feeling. after the game. But I've got a I had funny, a funny feeling, feeling just with the conditions. Tigers but... mm. against the Eels. Yeah. All right. So, looks like Nick's walked out for some reason. So, <laughs> I'll take this Thanks for the heads up. To uh, thank one of our spon- our other sponsor, uh, Harsant Photography. How good. If you are having an event in Southeast Queensland and you need yourself a photographer, a DJ, some uh, videos taken of the event, this is the service that you need at your party. It's Harsant Photography. Remember the name. Uh, and if you want to find out more information and hire them, all you need to do is just visit their website, harsantphotography.com, where you can find them on all social media platforms. How good. Harsant Photography. Remember the name. All right. Nick is back. What a dingus for leaving the potty. Good on you, mate. Without I thought I'd go notice. grab a uh, drink. Oh, <laughs> good on you. Good wait, on you. Wait, wait. Oh. <sighs> What's you drinking? Uh, wild turkey. Water. Shout out to Dom Sultan. <laughs> Let's talk about tigers and eels, eh? Often Gowie. Now I'll just I'll, I'll quickly run through the uh, the team changes. Oh first, yeah, mate. the team changes. Sorry, Nick. Cool, cool, cool. Should have done that whilst Nick was away. Yeah. That's what I thought you were doing. That's why I went and got my drink. You've completely thrown us off, mate. Congrats. Hope you feel good. I'll, I'll get through them quick. All right, James Tarmail's back. Uh, Farmer Brown retains his spot at hooker. Although it is worth noting that Jacob Little is named on the bench. Adam Dewey is starting in the centre position for. Jimmy the Jet Roberts gone. Um, 
Junior Palo, he is in the Blues camp. Um, I think that's the only change looking at the Eels team list. Maratani Akora starts at front row for him. Ryan Madison returns at lock after missing last week due to that little rib injury. So hopefully he's all right for his owners. Now we can go to Joe Offer and Galway. Joe, Joe Offer and Galway. Yeah. Excellent. Great. Now, a bit expensive, pretty good break even, and his scores have been exceptional these last three rounds of footy. Nick, I'm going to throw it over to you, mate. Wild mm-hmm. Turkey, what do you reckon? I think he's a better option than David Glamour, but you'll find out more later. No, I'll, I'll discuss him now. Stop yeah, teasing I think your segment, mate. <laughs> I love teasing my segment, mate. Keeps the <laughs> listeners around. Um, so Alex Twile, as we know, is out. So I feel like Joe and Gowie is guaranteed 60 minutes. Guaranteed. And he, I don't know, he just... Seems to rack up points. Um, Tigers are terrible, so they're defending a lot equals tackles. So, are you not afraid of the selection axe with the new coach at the helm? Not Big Joe O. Not, not Big Joe O. No, I'm not. No. I'm considering. I'm considering a third trade this week for some reason. No, actually, no, I'm not. Checking a fourth, <laughs> and then Captain Billy Smith again. <laughs> oh, I should do that again. <laughs> Nah, well, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking Joe O, I'm thinking Pappenhausen, I'm thinking David Clemmer, but he's probably third on that list. Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's, that's one trade. I don't know who I'm going to get yet. But I like Joe O. Callum. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, Joe O, um, he is... Pretty much the definition of a pod at the moment, really. He has been scoring. He's been flying under the radar. Um, I'm not going to say no to him. I, so you're going to buy him, man? If you, asked me, if you asked me this question at the beginning of the season, I would have said you're a fool and you're an idiot. But he, I, I, I don't know how he's fantasy relevant, but he is. I'll just put it that way. If you want to pick him up, go for it. He will score you above 50. He's got a great PPM at the moment. Mm. And like Nick said, the Tigers that have not been doing decent at all in their attack and they'll be defending for fun. So he will get those points from tackles. Someone you mentioned uh, to be a good captaincy option at the beginning of the potty, mate, was uh, IPAPS. Yeah, my buy of the week last week. How good. Um he has been scoring quietly, as we know. He was in the 900s. He's now 790. And he's got that break even at 84. So I bought him in last week just because I thought he was probably the best option this week to have and the best captaincy option because I thought mm-hmm. Nico Hines would still be 18th man and would not be uh, available for all of uh, the coaches on the NRL fantasy community. Um, but yes, I perhaps... Let me just put it this way. I would still buy him. <clears throat> that break even is worrying, but I think that they can get back into it. You can't really look at last week as a reflection of what he will score moving forward if he remains at second row, which I think he will. Yep. Simply for the fact that the weather conditions were horrendous. Yes, and they other play forwards. Bad. Yeah, they played terribly. Other forwards scored okay with mm. the 
uh, conditions. However, IPAPs, the, the ball really didn't reach a lot of the, uh, the edges for the Eels. Like Sean Lane didn't get much ball and IPAPs didn't get much either. Yeah, they were cutting them out, sort of. Correct. It was weird. Yeah. And then... Brown and Moses yeah. couldn't operate. No, it and was... Papali'i relies on breaking tackles probably when it's drier, when you can hit holes quicker. You know, yeah. like they can get the ball onto him. So Yeah, and it, it, that, that was the same with, like, Will Penasini on the outside of him. They couldn't get the balls out wide. They were pretty much getting shut down in the halves, in the middle there, before it could get out further, or with the king, Clint Gutherson, if you call him the king. Um but yeah, with him, I'd still say bye. And I didn't put this bloke in, but Will Penison, you obviously hold this week. Hold and possibly sell, depending sell on what he does this week. week. Yeah, I'm selling him. King Gutho, that was my player of the week. He did score two tries. Did you see that? 60 points. Someone who uh, I didn't have play last week was Ryan Madison. Just kind of missed out. What was the reason that he didn't play? Rib injury. Rib injury. He mightn't even uh, play this week. Correct. It'll be touch and go. <clears throat> well, uh, look, I'm kind of happy that I brought him in. Last three rounds, again, mixed bag. Uh, he got 71, 42, 57. Break even of 74. Priced at 827. Uh, is he someone that you must have in your team in the final rounds before the finals or probably not? Uh, no, I don't think you must have him. But if you do have him like yourself, Riley, you're definitely holding him for a while here. I think he's got potential, offload potential, and Eels need to make a run to get into the top four. So he will be, yeah, I think he'll be all right. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to buy him, though. Um, I don't think. Maybe late in the piece, but I don't know. Not this, not the moment. I'm not buying him at the moment. Yeah, I, I had a question come through to me. Um, someone asked if they should buy at Ryan Madison this week. And I said, well, look, personally, I wouldn't simply for the fact that he's coming back with that rib injury. We're not sure how many minutes he will play. Mm. Um, we're not sure if, if he even will play this week. He would have been a great option a couple of weeks ago for the round 17. So if you picked him up for then, you're hoping he plays. Um, but to be honest, I don't think you should be buying him this week. And... If you are wanting to go IPAPs or Madison this week, I would suggest just go IPAPs. Yes, he's got the higher break even, but he's also cheaper. Um, yeah, I just think IPAPs probably the better option out of those two this week. But Madison, if you have him, like Nick said, hold. He could be someone that will continue his scoring once he returns. But yeah, not this week, unfortunately. All right, we're going to finish it off with uh, Moses and Brown. Now I'm going to give Moses to Callum. I'm going to give Brown to Nick. Here we go. Do not buy Moses. Full stop. There you go. Great. Nick. This Callum's speech, Nick. Oh, well, I'm not buying Brown. There's no no way. I, if I was picking, I'd, I'd actually pick Moses. Just for goal kicks? Goal kicks. It, he's he, he gets the ball more than Brown. Yeah, slightly. So more possibility of of scoring, and he's got the kick meter base. So, yeah. But both of them are not looking attractive. 
Mitchell Moses, so he didn't really do me wrong when I had him. And most people, like I sold him, but a lot of people who already had him, like kept him and still have him. That, you know, he's owned by like 12%. So, and those people are doing all right. So he hasn't really let let anyone down too much. So I know if I was picking, I'd pick Moses slightly ahead of Brown, but I'm not going to pick either up this week. All right. Any final thoughts for this game? Tiger's Eels. Go on once. Cricket score. Go on to Oh, for the uh, Tigers, mate, beating the Eels. You have to pay the refs a lot of money more than what <laughs> the Blues did in game two. <laughs> joking. <laughs> We're not. We're not oh, joking. That was I was, but yeah, sure. Show. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Last game of the round. Bronx versus uh, the Dragons. <laughs> Sunday, five minutes past four o'clock. Nick, a game that you're looking forward to, mate, after a, a tough loss against uh, the Cowboys. Yeah, it wasn't, a, wasn't an ideal match for the Bronx last week. A few injuries again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Blame it on the injuries, huh? Well, well yeah, they just they, we're a bit depleted at the moment, Bronx. And uh, how's what's-his-face going for you? Who? The new halfback. Adam Reynolds, yeah. He didn't, yeah. He didn't, have, didn't have one of his best games, but, I mean, he, he, he's, you know, he had a week off. Oh, sorry, two weeks off. So, what's expected? Should um, be fresh, ready to go. Should be, hopefully. Um, yeah. I mean, Broncos scored enough points last week. They just... Their defense was shocking. So hopefully they can fix that up. Anyway, all right. Bronx versus Dragons. Cow, team changes, mate. The Broncos are without Kurt Catewell, Selwyn Cobbo, Pat Carrigan, and Tom Flegler. They are all part of the Queensland team. Uh, Tamari Martin, he is also out with a rib injury. Corey Jensen, out with a calf injury. Payne Haas, uh, he is still suffering those AC joint problems and... To be honest, I think he's expected to miss the next two games for the Broncos, so it could be interesting with that. Uh, Tessie New, Jordan Pereira, Keenan Palacia, Ryan James, and Zach Hosking, he will make his debut, but the rest are all selected. Um, Corey Pakes and Tyson Gamble return to the bench as well. So very interesting. I don't know why they're both on the bench, but anyway. Surely Gamble. You reckon he'd play a lock, wouldn't you? Lock? Yeah. He's He's a big bloke. Oh, God, I can't see Broncos winning this week. Far yeah. out. Uh, looking it's at the Dragons. Money. Sorry. No, you keep going. Dragons. Red I v- hate the Dragons. The Red V, mate. Here we go. I'll go, I'll go through the, the big changes for them because, you know, the Broncos had heaps. There was a paragraph there. Ben Hunt's out. Uh, Jane Sullivan's in. There you go. <laughs> of course. Broncos always get stitched up with the draw. It's a joke. Yeah. Every year, every year, we get the crap teams when we have all our players out. It's a joke. Hook's coming for you, mate. Mm. Be added to the list. I'll be very surprised if Broncos win this game. Just putting it out there. Next picks. All right. Let's talk <laughs> about uh, Ezra Mam. Uh, still a great score. Uh, break even, sorry, 28, priced at 453. Is it too late now to bring him in if you wanted to do him as a cheapie? Yeah. Too late? Yeah, but he's a good option this week to have in your team. Mm. Obviously, he's got that green dot. 
Hopefully he can score a try against the Red V. I'll just leave it at that. If you have him, good. You probably maybe look to sell him if you're wanting to sell him next two to three weeks, I'd say. Yeah. I agree with Callum. Great. Payne Haas. Now, who owns him here? What a controversial player for fantasy this year. Everyone's like, yes, you must have Payne Haas in your team. Here we are around 17. No one wants to bloody have it, have him in your team at all. What's going on? I don't know. I think everyone's crazy who sold him, but anyway. Crazy. You could, he scored 56 and he went off for a, a pretty long period as well in the second he half. He went off for one minute when Pat Carrigan came on for that one minute and then they both had to swap again. Yeah, so he, came back he, he probably ended up playing less minutes than he was probably going to. I don't know. I reckon he played more than what they were going to. You reckon? I don't yeah. know. Anyway, 56 is still solid for him. But look at his price now. Look how much he's dropped in price. 676. Yeah, it was the 800s. Yeah. Yeah, well, buy him then. Buy him after Origin. Buy him in three weeks. Once buy, all these players. Buy, all the, buy all the 10 players that you want with your five trades left and all the unlimited cash you have. Who's got five trades and unlimited oh, cash? I don't know. Well, apparently, apparently everyone's going to get him back in their team. So that's good for them. I've got four trades remaining. I I kept him because I didn't think I'd be able to get him back in my team. And he's someone who, when he plays, usually gets 50. So I'm like, yep. And hope I knew he was going to obviously miss this week anyway. And there was a possibility he was going to miss next week anyway if he played Origin. So I'm in no rush to sell him out. Mm. All right. Callum, thoughts, please. Thoughts? All right, I'll, I'll add my two cents, mate. Um, look... I sold him, so I'll, I'll bring him back. I'm one of those blokes who's got the trades and, you know, unlimited money. You're just too good. So I've been told. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, in all honesty, I, I am looking at getting him back in, but I just need to see him play a bit more minutes and have a a bigger role that, like, that he was playing earlier in the year. Just I need, I need his, to see him with his shoulders. Right, and I think these two weeks off will do in the world of good. Simple as that. Any other players before we move on? So we're not even going to talk about Jackie Bird. When do we uh, ever talk about Dragon players talk in this about party, mate? Jack, he scored what did he scored sixty. Didn't sixty. He? He's back. Yuck. <laughs> what do you mean yuck? He's yuck. versing the a depleted Broncos team, his old club, he, mate. He has to score. He he can only score above fifty if it's in the rain. His break even is 15, round 17 player. Where are we, 15? Hasn't scored a try since round six. Look, I would highly advise you not to purchase him, but if you're wanting to, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any Dragons players. I, do, I don't know why. I just The only bloke I would consider is Ben Hunt. Dragons don't have a bad run, mate. They've got Cowboys. And that's the only reason why I said Ben Hunt. They don't have a bad run, and your fir- first team you say is Cowboys. No, I said the only hard team they got is the Cowboys, really. Oh, oh okay. No. I have Obviously, the Broncos as well, yeah. man, 25. Oh, easy win there. Yep. All right. That one on Sunday, last game of round 17. It's the Bronx taking on the Dragons, five past four in the Arvo. Looking forward to it. Up the mighty Dragons. All right. So, round 17 done. 
trade plans for this week and over the next couple of weeks. Now, how many trades do we all have left? Oh, now this is the uh, the question, isn't it? Here we go. So this is what you I want to get not to. Get the answer from me. No, I've got nine. How do you have nine? I've got eight. How do I have four? Only four? Are you kidding? You got four? Hey. Yeah. No, you don't. No, There's you no don't. Chess. Look to the number that's in the, the, the oh. brackets, not the one on the next, next to it. That's uh, gotcha. <laughs> 13, baby. What? I was expecting 13. 25. 13, baby. Oh, I'm good. Riley, you might as well just trade your, to your heart's content here, mate. I can. I'm From now on. You said before, just get, trade any player that I want. Shortly you too, you so. can make, he can make oh, nearly yeah. three trades a week. Two yeah. or three. No, it says 13 in brackets four. So I can make four trades this week if I want. Yeah, every every round you can make four. If you and, want. You get, and you get an extra four. At the end. So you've got 17 yeah. trades left for like eight rounds. Yeah, that's if, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's yep. over two around, two points on it. Yeah, so I'm good. My goodness. It's how you play the game, baby. It's how you play. It's how you play. Let's go. Anyway, all I'm right. not advising you on trades. I don't. <laughs> you, you I advised him on a Jason Saab loop last week. <laughs> Jason, you wouldn't have got those. Pick up a Caleb Pogger. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me. Bring back Sexton. Bring Sexy back. Oh yeah, bring Sexy back. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, trade plans for this week, lads. Let's start with you, Cal. Oh what are no. You okay. Your how many did you say? Uh, nine, but I have made one trade this week, which I I need to do a bit more research on. I've gone Karaz to Will Kennedy. Ooh. Karaz still has money to make, but yeah. Karaz last three average 50, 49, mate, or something. Yeah, well, he plays for the Bulldogs. <laughs> Simple as that. There's only one Bulldogs player, two that you want, Max King and the other bloke. Berton. Um, look, I'm going to do that. I'll also tell you about the potential trades I might make in the next couple of weeks. I'll be looking at moving Havili on McInnes, probably Hennessy as well. Mm. And the players that I'm very interested in bringing in over the next two to three weeks will be DCE, uh, Cam Murray, Pappenhausen, or even maybe Ruben Garrick if I don't go Pappenhausen. Wow. But yeah, they're the players that I'm looking at over the next two to three weeks. And I've got that because I've, you know, I've got unlimited money in the bank, so I can just do what I want. It's like you in real life as well, mate. Unlimited money, hey? He's walking in cash. He is. Cha-ching. Nick, over Stop to you, it. pal. All right. Well, I'll go into a bit more detail in my next section, but I'll give you trades out like who I'm trading out, possibly, like Callum did. Um, so I'm thinking of trading out uh, one of these players, one or one or two of these players. So I've got uh, Jason Tamalolo, Torhu Harris, Josh Jackson, and Angus Crichton. I think two of those four I'll probably move on uh, to try and get a keep. You know, keepers in those positions, which I'll go through later. Karaz probably after a few more weeks. Stephen Crichton's another one I could just get rid of. Mm. Um, and Will Penasini. Uh, as I was talking about as well, some cheapies, Billy Smith and Leo Thompson are literally doing nothing in my team. So they will be moving on very shortly also. All right. With my 13 trades, <laughs> I'm thinking... 
I don't know who I'm going to bring in, but these are the players that I'm thinking I might need to get rid of soon. I might keep Billy Walters just for this round, just because of all the players out for the Bronx. I think it's a good option for me to keep him in, but I will be selling him. Uh, I don't know if Saab's going to make me much more. Uh, You will after the 38, though. Yeah. It make me a little bit, but it won't be too much to upgrade yeah. to someone else. Uh, but the other players, I'm thinking I'm going to wait for Cooler and Savage just to peak a little bit more. I mean, they've done pretty well making me some money at the moment, so that's good. Um, oh, you've got Leo Thompson as well, mate. I do have Leo Thompson. After round 17, mate, is it round 17 special? That's why I've kept him for this week. Okay. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay. Oh, what am I listening to? <laughs> I can't look at Thompson. He's look. I've oh. just I haven't been bothered trading him. He's just been sitting in my emergencies. Same for the, for since round one. <laughs> He's been doing a great job just sitting there's there. There's nothing special about him though. He's no, no, there. there's not. No. Callum, but I can't get him out of my team. <laughs> no, it's uh, just an awkward trade now. He's just yeah, that I you, know. It's I like know. something that you have stuck in your teeth. You just it, you don't know it's there until you realize right at the end. You know what I mean? Was that a good analogy, Cal? Yeah, or a better one is if you have like a steak sandwich. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, along, anyway, uh, Penicini is the, my last option. I'm going to trade. So I, I'm pretty happy with how my team's looking at the moment. Uh, but the other spicy option. I don't know who else to um, trade in for this bloke. What about Harry Grant? Do you reckon he could be a good option no. to trade or keep in your team? Help. Hold. Help. Riley, you do the opposite of what we say. I reckon that'll help me. I'm going to keep Harry Grant then. <laughs> All right. That's it for trades. Now we're going on to a brand new segment. I know you've all been waiting for this. It's Nick's Picks. <laughs> this is, I tell you what, as special as Leo Thompson round 17. <laughs> Nick's picks. Here we go. I can't wait for this. What do you oh, got for us, mate? Nick's picks. All right, mate. So I've gone into some deep analysis as I as I did preseason because I know everyone was, is missing the deep analysis and statistics. So I've gone in depth in every position. So we're going to start with the easy one. We're going to start with hookers. So I've got my top two. And then I've got a couple of other good options. And this is for every position, obviously. But for hookers, I've only got two because you only got, you know, only got to play one. And, they, you know, anyway. So my top hooker is obviously Damien Cook. And my second is Reese Robson. Controversial. And wow. other good option is Harry Grant. All right? That's you agree there? Agree or disagree? No, I agree. They're top three. Agree. All right. All right. So that's an easy one. All right. Let's, now let's move to mids. It's going to be a bit interesting. So I've got top five mids. Top five. Top five. Well, because you, you've got to play three and yeah, you yeah, might, yeah. might have two. And then I've got some other good options underneath. Sorry. So my top five, are number one, Cameron Murray. Number two, Payne Haas. <laughs> number three, Isaiah Papali'i. Number four, Isaiah Yo, And number five, Ryan Madison. How now, dare you? <laughs> so that's my top. Five. So you probably want to have at least three of those guys. Why would you have Haas at number two over IPAPs? 
I'm just saying this is for the end of like maybe in a couple of weeks time. Like this is who you need. That's I'm that's going to be the top. That's going to be the top five. I'm telling you. Where is my boy Ruben Cotter? How Hang on. There's other. Yeah, there's other good options okay. here. Okay. Okay. Other sorry, good options. Other good options. Continue. Okay. Sorry. Other good options. Wasn't top five. Now Adam Elliott is another good option because most people already have him. You might be able to keep him. Okay. Next on the list is Patrick Carrigan. BE of 66, average 51.9, 697K. He'll wait a game and then I can get him in. Very good price. Then I've got Ruben Cotter. There you go. <laughs> Come on, son. That's pretty he's, low down the list though, Cal. It is. Well, yeah, he's he's got a right. low break even, 55.7 average, 758K. You've also got to see how he goes after his, uh, you know, return from injury. So mm. I understand that, but yep. I'm and I've got two more. I've got after that. I've got Joe O. Big Joe O. Yeah, seven hundred thirty-one k, thirty-four break-even, and he's a pod. Bit of a local talent there too. And he yeah, plays good. around seventeen. Yeah, so he's there as another potential goal option. And the last one on the list is David Clemmer, which we've already been through. Anyone got any argument there? No, just I don't like the fact that Haas was at number two. But anyway, mate. All right. So you need you missed miss one. Nick Hoogs. Who did I miss? You missed one player, Leo Who? Thompson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> okay, okay. Top top four edges. Top four I've gone. Isaiah Papali is one. Ryan Madison's two. Hamole Olakawatu at three. And my spice option at number four, David Fafita, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Mate. He is going to be a gun in three, two or three weeks' time. If he gets a starting spot rack, Justin Holbrook is going to be gone. See you later. Get on your bike, son. Okay? David Fafita comes in, starts, plays 80. Gets like 60 to 70 points per week, I'm telling you. Just keep that in mind. Other good options, as I said, Adam Elliott already above. Then I've got Josh Curran. Interesting option. But he's a pod. And then uh, Keon Kolomatangi Callum. If you had a look at him. Matt. 34 break even this week. Last five average of 49.4 at 648K. Interesting. And then I've got Tyson Frizzell just behind him. Wow. All right. Any debates there? Anyone you want to add? No, no, I'm Harris. looking at someone. I'm looking at someone else, but I'm not going to mention him because you know I want Torhu Harris. Yeah, Torhu Harris. That's a good point. I didn't put him into the list just because I don't think he's a keeper quality. He, he showed one good game in the week and he scored. Um, yeah, I just don't know. What do you think about Torhu? He was going on a, a point per minute before he scored that try. It was like 20, 25 from twenty five, and then he scored or when it, wherever he scored. Mm. Um, so he was scoring all right, but yeah, that try obviously helped him. It'll be a luxury if uh, he is a keeper. If he, I'll tell you what, yeah. if he becomes a keeper, my goodness, save a trade. Thank you. Mm. Unless right. your name's Riley, you just got you know heaps of trades. Doesn't matter. I'll whiz through the last three positions. Um, the halves are pretty self-explanatory. Top four: Nathan Cleary, Nico Hines, Daly Cherry Evans, Cameron Munster. Why would you in that order? Nathan Cleary in that is order. Number one. Are you kidding yourself? Nathan Cleary is number one. How is Nico Hines not number one? No. I'll show you. It'll be he's proven. He's number one winger fullback. Yeah, well, he's included in the winger fullback as well. 
So yeah. if he's included wing and fullback, Nathan Cleary, Daly Cherry Evans, Cameron Munster, do you agree or not? Uh, yeah, well, I go Cleary, DCE. I'd yeah. go Hines, DCE, Cleary. But if we're, putting, if we're putting Hines in wing fullback? Yeah, what? Cleary, Cherry Evans, then Munster? Yeah. And uh, then, uh, I don't know, let's go Reynolds. Oh, oh, probably didn't say Matt Burton. I was going to say Anthony Milford. Oh, Billy but... Walters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, centers. Yeah, Matt Burton, number one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you I've on. said it. I've said it. Finally, I think he's the number one center. About bloody time, mate. You and Aiken's number two. If he can keep that edge, I, I just don't see him not being number two. No, nah, not after the score against the Tigers. Hello. Joseph Manu, number three. Yeah. And then my last option is Tyrell May. Who? Sorry, what did I say? May from Panthers. What's his first name? I don't even <laughs> Riley. Oh, my goodness. You say Tyrell. I did say Tyrell. I did, did say Tyrell. Taylan, mate. Taylan. Taylan, there it is. <laughs> That's all right. I know who you meant. All right. There are, I don't even care about the other options in the centers. They're just not Did good. Did you say to... Tago? No, I didn't say Tago, no. No, Isaac, Tango for you. The only other person I consider bringing in is Katoni Staggs if he, if he drops a lot. What is it with you and Brisbane Broncos players? Mate? I don't know, mate. He's just pretty good. Actually, I was what looking about... to a luggy, Callum. Have you looked at Murray to a luggy? Yes, mate. He's been scoring quite well. Last. Yeah. Six to eight weeks. Would you? He's a cowboy. I no, I wouldn't. But you know, if you if he's the only one that you can afford, you can't go anyone higher. He's not the worst option. That's the only other people I look at. Probably Stags and what about what about this bloke? He uh he was the the best averaging player. I think it was after round one and two. Tennessee. No, Dane Gagai. No. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad right. you didn't say yes then. Wing fullback, mate. Wing of fullback is last spot. There's not many options here <laughs> in my final team. Nico Hines, number one. I'm going to say Pappenhausen will get to two. Tedesco will be three. Fourth, Brian Toto. I want to talk about him a little bit. Wow. Okay. Last year he didn't. He didn't. He didn't do me wrong last year, Brian Toto. I brought him in around this time, and he helped me get to the finals. Head to head. <laughs> So, and he's, he's, you know, only 609K, so interesting. And then I'd probably have Scott Drinkwater and Latrell Mitchell after that. Wow. Not even, I think Ruben Garrick's gone with his hip injury. So, yeah, that's my, okay. that's my top, that's my top wing fullbacks there you'd be looking at getting. And that's Nick's picks. That's Nick's picks right there, Nick's mate. Wikipedia Cal's pals. <laughs> What's Riley's segment going to be? Oh, I don't know. Riley's curly whirlies. <laughs> <laughs> How to oh, save trades. There you go. Yeah, we. Can't believe you went there. I'm going to start calling you lettuce. Or spinach. Thank you. That's all. Clean your teeth, you dog. All right. <laughs> 
Let's get stuck into our segments. First one is the old reliable. You're sampling the best. Hold on, bloody Freddy. All right. Player of the week, predicted player of the week for round 17. Nick, we're going to start off with you, mate. Jeez, oh, put me on the spot here. Yeah, mate. Leo Thompson. <laughs> Don't make me do it. Don't make me do I'm it. I'm going to name this episode Leo Thompson special. I reckon uh, you should put that in brackets at least. At least. Leo, Leo Thompson, mention? round 17 special. That's disgusting. Don't tempt me with an Edric Lee again. <laughs> um, that make me laugh. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go Mitch Moses. You know Mitch Moses. Oh, right. Well, mine's Nico Hines. That's just yeah. a given. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Callum. Um. Ooh, this is interesting. To be honest, mm. I was thinking. Your bloke, Riles, Nico Hines. But let's go Big Joe O. How about yeah, that? Right. Joe Offerhand Gowie. Yeah, How right. That? No. Excellent. All right, let's get stuck into this one. Goodbye! 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 It is our buy of the week. Someone that we can use our trade on. Callum. William Kennedy. I like it. Nicholas. Oh, this is tough. Um, I'll go Joe O. Bye. Locking it in. It's 99% locked in. Nice. <laughs> Riley. Yeah. What you thinking? I'm going to go with yours, mate. Will Kennedy. Oh, copycatter. Yeah, mate. Why not? I didn't do my research. It's how I got through school. Just copied through tests. How good. Oh. <laughs> All right. That's a strategy. Cheapy of the week. Who are we thinking, Nick? Cheapy of the week. Go for it. The mic is yours. Whoever's cheaper out of Isaiah Tass and Noah Brown. Because you're going to both say Will Kennedy again. Well, I'm not. Well, who are you going to say then? I was going to say Tass. Were you? Yeah. Been thinking about it all episode. But to be honest, how many minutes do you think Noah Brown's going to get? 40 again? Half? That's the problem. You've got, uh, what's his name on the bench? Little. Yeah, but if he's starting, he'll get more minutes than Little, surely. Hmm. Um, Did Brooks go to Hooker, sorry, when Dewey came on? Callum, did you watch that game? Don't know, mate. I, yeah, I don't know. Well, he must have. I, I assume he must have. Yeah. But he won't be doing it this game if Dewey's in the centres the whole game. So, hmm. Callum. Hello. Chief of the week. Um, look, I would say... Will Kennedy. Uh, but I'm going to go the bloke making his debut for the Broncos in the uh, second row position in Zach Hosking. Got no clue what he's uh, what he's been scoring in uh, the Host Plus Cup in Queensland here. Uh, I don't know anything about him, but let's just go him. Why not? Why are you saying him? You're not, you're not bringing him in. No, but, you know, he's, he's just going to make the most money. you got to play yeah, it by what, the numbers. For one mate. week. I don't even know where his break even is, but... Go for it. For one week. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Yep, 13. Nah, it's Will Kennedy. Kennedy. Why not? I told you Will Kennedy. It's Will Kennedy. But yeah, All right. Go, go, go young Zach. We're gonna finish off with this one. No God! No God, please no! 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 Sell of the week. Sell of the week. Who are we saying goodbye to, Cal? Round 17 special, Leo Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> now look. For my own personal team, I'm not sure who to sell this week. You could you could probably pretty much make the argument that you don't have to sell anyone this week. Uh, but I'm so, I'm so. Uh, maybe Karaz, I don't know. I gotta do some research. Karaz, how about I'm Max gonna... King? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he... well, this is a player that we've been. 40s. This is a player that we've been saying like in the early rounds. Like once he got up to his peak, we'd sell him. But now we're in round seventeen. We haven't even sold him yet. He's been. No, I thought I would have sold him by round bloody nine or ten. Yeah, the bloke's still here, or even uh, probably after the, the round thirteen buy. But he's still going. Still going good. Anyway, yeah. Yep. Uh, Nick. Uh. Well, I think also Karaz, but I will say a different player. I will say Stephen Crichton. I don't know. I just think no point keeping him. If I'm going to sell anyone, it'll probably be him. No. I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Will Penicini. No, he plays this week, though. No, I don't care. I'll sell him to I, someone else who's playing. You're head to head anyway, so you're not overall focused. No, I'm just head to head. I mean, I'm happy with where my overall is at the moment. I would like to retain my position of under 10,000, but get rid of Will Penicini, bring in someone else. Why not? How good? Anyway, that's my sell of the week. And that is the end of another episode, lads. Well done. Congrats to you, Nick. Give yourself a pat on the back for your brand new segment, mate. Nick's picks. I thought it went pretty well. Appreciate the uh, feedback. That's all right, mate. That's all right. Just work on your, your, your numbering, your rankings. Just a couple of there just didn't quite sound right. Like pain ass. Yeah, that just really. No, Ruben Cotter. Ruben Cotter. That just. My goodness. That upset cow. You could just see it in his face. Sold him. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring him back though, because I've got other to try. Oh, you to bring him back. You bring pain ass back. You bring all these players back. Yeah, yeah good. Mate, it's all good. Yeah, We've good. got 800K in the bank. It doesn't matter. Yeah, good. All right. We're going to finish off the episode as we always do. The, uh, the final thoughts from Nicholas. Yeah, good. See ya. <laughs> Outstanding. Surely you can do better than that, mate. Okay, ready? Yeah. Go touch some grass. You've already used that. You've one. already used yeah. You need to think of, you need to spend more time. Wait, do I need your new material? Than your, new material. Uh, than your next pick shit. All right, listeners, look forward to Riley's Curly Wellies next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it there. <laughs>